Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Airbnb. Yeah. So I know you, I spoke to you and you was like, you know, you, you've been making some, some nice profit off of Airbnb. Um, so about that, how did you get turned on to the Airbnb game? And yeah, let's talk about the, the Airbnb business for you. Yeah, you know, it's crazy because I've been coming down to like a city like Miami for years. And um, the, you know, Airbnb has just changed how people travel, right? People don't even automatically go to a hotel now. You'll go to an Airbnb. But it takes me back to what you were saying after the recession, right? So it's, I buy a house in Guttenberg, New Jersey, back when, you know, everybody, when you was working in New York, you lived in New Jersey at the time, right? So Edgewater, New Jersey area, mm-hmm. right? Bought this house 2007, mm-hmm. uh, 2006 for about 500 some thousand dollars. I think it was like 525 for this uh, townhouse, right? So I end up, I get a new contract. Uh, I'm leaving 106 and Park, new contract in LA at E! News, right? Mm-hmm. So abruptly within a month, I got to move, right? I'm now in LA, right? So now I have this property that's costing me a few thousand dollars a month. I get a renter in there, but I'm losing still about 1,500, 2,000 a month in rent, right? Fast forward, I get chicken, 
And within 12 months of that, I'm like, oh man, this is bleeding me dry, right? Sell the house, get out of it, right? I looked at that house before I did this interview. The house now is, uh, the last time I sold was for 1.5 million, right? On a $500,000 house. If I would have not been scared and stuck with it and kept the property, I would have made my money twofold on it a million times over, right? But as a, you know, uh, especially as black people, my parents, we're all first generation, a lot of us. So I've been told my whole life, don't have multiple mortgages. You don't want to have multiple properties, right? The Airbnb game has completely shifted a lot of that paradox, right? Now I have multiple homes in multiple cities. Uh, I just bought a a house I was talking about in Palm Springs. So I bought this house for one one million dollars. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Right. The houses now, the comps in that neighborhood are doing 2.1 million in that same neighborhood, right? My monthly nut on that house, somewhere six, $7,000 on the monthly nut on it, right? I'm, I'm renting it 20,000 a month. Yeah. Right. So this is just, and that's on one property. Yeah. Right. So you, you do monthly rents, uh, like uh, long term. There's different markets. Some some markets you can do it. Like in LA, I can do a short term uh, with with one of those houses. In 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 that particular house in Palm Springs, there's a moratorium, so you have to do a monthly rent. So it has to be a 30 day okay. on that. But again, there's from VBRO to Airbnb to the MLS. Now there's so many things in place where you can you can own homes and not have to feel like, oh, I have to rush out of this house. Mm. I can now have a renter in place. I die tomorrow, my mom for the rest of her life, my family for the rest of her, their, their life will be having passive income coming in. I can now just assign, hey, this house is going this direction. This, you know what, my business manager, I love you. You'll get this one, right? It's, it's, it's about building that generational wealth. Yeah. And now there's different, you know, there's different models in place so that we can really grow and build businesses together. Peer space is, is very good too. Um, peer space we got yeah. turned on to when, you know, shout out to Adso Reliability, we have a show with Volt. And uh, we did it in Atlanta and we used uh, somebody's apartment. And the girl was actually a big fan. So she stayed and she spoke to us and she was like uh, giving us the game on it. And I'm like, what's, what is like, what's going on here? And she's like, you know, peer space is a, is a platform where you can rent your, your house or your apartment for hours, mm-hmm. as opposed to Airbnb, where you're renting it for days yeah, at a time. Yeah. So it's real good for um, production companies, yeah. especially in cities like New York, Atlanta, or LA. And then we went to LA, and then we did another uh, episode with mm-hmm. Revolt, and it, they did the same thing at a house. So it's like a lot of these houses in these markets, where you see like rap videos, yeah. or yeah. shows, or commercials. And the good thing is that even if your building doesn't allow Airbnb, from my understanding, right, mm-hmm. Matt? You can still do peer space because yeah. they're not spending the night. Right, yeah. It's just like having a guest over, mm-hmm. right? And then it's like, they're only there for a couple of hours as opposed to, you know, the whole, yeah. and the, the rate is a lot higher because higher. you're charging film companies yeah. and production companies, stuff like that. Yeah. So that's another way to actually get some money from renting out your spot. And like I said, especially if you're in a market like a Miami, New York, Atlanta, yeah. LA, where there's always going to be content because content creation 
is only going to get bigger. Absolutely. And a lot of people don't have places to film content. Right. So it's like, you know, whether you you have a nice house or a nice apartment or a nice view, that is valuable because now people can actually film content from your space. Like where we're at right now, this is not our space. Yeah. Komodo is like, you know, it's, it's a restaurant that they, that they let us come in here. So that's another thing to think about. And, and the beauty of it is you can have multiple day shoots. Right. And so if you rent the space from 10 to five for three days, you're probably going to make as much as you did, if not more than you did, if you rented it on the Airbnb. But I want to come back to what you were saying, because as you're talking, I'm hearing multiple streams, multiple streams, multiple streams. I remember when you came to New York. Yeah. Right. And you're talking about buying property. Now, when did that that switch go on in your brain? Or has that always been kind of the mindset as you as, of you as you were you know coming into the industry and accumulated money was how many streams can I get? Or was there somebody that mentored you or guided you? He was like, hey, I see that you're doing well. Yep. Here's an avenue we should try to explore. Damon John was one of those guys early. Uh, my, my lawyer, I'll never forget, Daryl Miller, another one of those guys um, who told me, you know, you got to have seven streams of income before you can even really start to talk about wealth, right? You can make money. Right, but you got to figure out other streams of making horizontal money, which is when you're laying down yeah. how you're able to make money. And for a long time in my career, uh, when when being on TV, you know, there's that 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 want to be in front of the camera, right? I want to be the guy in front of the camera. I want you got I want you to see me making money, right? And then the the there's a part of maturity that happens, right? And then you realize, oh, if I'm getting this much money, if I'm making a million dollars for this show being on camera, then the executive producer that's paying me yes, must really. be at least making $2 million, right? And so over the past, I would say five to six years, I've really just been shifting to more of a business standpoint, uh, executive producing more projects, executive producing more content. How do I take the, how do I leverage my relationships? How do I leverage my personality? So that pretty much anytime I walk out of the house, I'm a walking, I'm, I'm making, I, I, I monetize every single thing that I do, right? Mm. So even even being here in this restaurant, I'm gonna call them afterwards, but hey, we need to do a series of podcasts. Mm -hmm. so we, you know what I mean? Like it's it's about leveraging everything around you. And that's that's something that I've, I've learned to discover and appreciate later on. So you told us before you uh, we began filming that you have an Oscar. Can you walk us through the process of how you became an investor in a film that eventually won? At Oscar. I'm super curious. So, so I'll take you back before then. I'm in the car uh, with Kanye West, who um, is a mentor and a friend, uh, obviously a very brilliant mind, right? And we're talking about films and we're like, oh, we got to do this, this film together, right? We like, oh, we got this idea. And in the conversation, I'm like, oh my God, this idea is brilliant. We can win an Oscar for this, right? And so he gets quiet and we're driving. And I mean, you know the Kanye face, he just kind of goes, and he's like, man, you ruined that moment. And I'm like, how ruined the moment? And he's like, I can't believe that as we were going into our creative zone and we we're coming up with ideas that can inspire and change the world, that you limited the scope of it by, you know, uh, uh, having somebody else give us an award to make us feel good about it, mm. right? And that really hit me hard because I was like, damn, you're right. I'm not just thinking about us being creative. I'm thinking in the back of my mind, how can somebody else give me props for doing something that I'm passionate about? 
And after that, I kind of just said, you know what? I'm not. I'm just going to start creating and doing things and working with people that I want to work with. Yes. Within 72 months, within the next, you know, two, three years, I get a phone call from uh, a, a business partner, a friend of mine named Rhonda Garrett, who sets me up with a guy named uh, Trayvon Free and my man Van. And they're working on this incredible project called Two Distant Strangers. Mm -hmm. And they wanted it to be invested. They wanted Black people to be the investors on it, right? The, the concept, if you haven't seen it, is like Black Lives Matter meets Groundhog Day, right? Oh, Joey beautiful, yeah, Joey Badass. Beautiful script, beautiful project. And so I, I invested in it, right? Yeah. Fast forward, we're, it's, the, the film is Oscar nominated. Fast forward, the film wins an Oscar, right? Oh. Oscar night, I'm standing there holding an Oscar in my hand, right? I tell the whole story to, to, to make sure people understand it's not about the, the destination, right? It's not about some end goal. It's about the journey, right? Mm -hmm. It's about all I did was work with good people. Mm. And when I stopped putting some kind of value at the end of it, all the things that I wanted started happening for me. And then the next year I got the call, I'm hosting the, uh, the Oscars red carpet. You know what I mean? So uh, from BET Awards to hosting the Oscars red carpet, all because I just believed in my craft and never gave up. And so it, it's, 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 it's never about chasing the money, right? It's always about, for me, in the business standpoint, of doing things that you love doing and that you're passionate about, and then working with people smarter than you like you said earlier, that can help you make money. Let the money make itself, you know? My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.